Hey, hey, thanks for tuning in to the Just Janice podcast. I am your host, Janice, and we know that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. So in this joy-filled podcast, you're going to hear real-life stories from other believers. We're going to talk about the kingdom. We're going to magnify Jesus, and it's going to be awesome. So thanks for tuning in, and here we go. The Just Janice podcast is part of the NRT Podcast Network. To find other great podcasts in the network, visit newreleasetoday.com. Be sure to connect with me on Facebook and Instagram at Just Janice Podcast. Hey, hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Just Janice. I am so excited for today's episode because I always love to get on here and record and encourage your hearts in the Lord. And I just count it a privilege to host this podcast and to have this platform that the Lord has given me. So I pray that it encourages you. Thank you guys so much. If you are repeat listeners, if you are tuning in for the first time, welcome to my podcast. I pray that you take time to go back and listen to other episodes and that those episodes also encourage your hearts. God is so, so good. And I just love any time that he gives me the opportunity to share my heart, to share his word, to encourage people. So that is that is why I do what I do. And so I love this podcast. And more than that, I love the community. I love the Lord. And just I'm so thankful for everything that God is doing in and through my life. And I pray that you are strengthened with might in your inner man today. And that is something I pray a lot. God, strengthen me with might in my inner man, God. I pray for a spirit of wisdom and revelation. And so I pray that for you guys too. And God is so good. So today I'm actually sitting here at my computer and at my laptop, at my desk, in my little office area, and it is a rainy, rainy day. We actually had a half day at school today. For those of you who don't know, I work at an elementary school, and so we had a half a day today. We had parent-teacher conferences in the afternoon, and it's just been a crazy, fun-filled day. So I am just enjoying lounging tonight and relaxing. I'm getting ready to do a training that I signed up for. It's like a mentorship program. It's Anna Werner. Love her, just a trusted prophetic voice and follow her on social media and follow just what she puts out as far as her content. And she's doing a mentorship program right now. And so I'm part of that. So I'm super excited. I have my journal ready and my pen ready. And that is like one thing God has been teaching me so much in this season is to keep and maintain a teachable spirit to never, ever feel like we've arrived or that we can't grow more in our faith and in our knowledge of the Lord. Because as long as we're on this side of eternity, we always have things to learn and and ways to grow. And so I pray, especially if you are a leader, which I guess we're all called to be leaders in some regard, whether that's just your family or maybe in your friend group or whatever, if God's giving you some sort of platform, whatever that is, like we're all called to lead people to Christ and to share his goodness and to share the gospel and all those things. And so I pray for you and believe for you that you are maintaining a teachable spirit, that you are growing in your faith. And I actually have a lot of people that will say, well, how do you know who to listen to? How do you know what voices can be trusted out there? Because there are so many people teaching different things on YouTube and on social media and things. And how do you know who's legit and who's a false teacher and all this and that? And I tell everyone the same thing. You have to weigh it against the word of God, which means you have to know the word of God for yourself, right? And then you have to use a gift of discernment. Like that is a gift that God gives us. And so we can know if what someone is teaching is biblical when we know what the Bible teaches. So if they're teaching things that are contrary to the Bible, then I would advise you to find people who are teaching the word 
But more than anything, let the Holy Spirit be your your great counselor, your teacher, and really know the word of God for yourself. Don't let someone else, just like, don't let someone else spoon feed you what the word says all the time. I think it's so important that we're sitting under sound teaching and that we're being taught by um, people that are gifted in, in the gift of teaching and things. And we're sitting under sound voices and things like that. But it's so important that we know the word of God for ourselves and that we're reading it for ourselves so that we can be like the the word of God says that we are a worker who need not be ashamed, that we rightly divide the word of truth. And so we can know when we're listening to people that what they're speaking is either lining up with the word of God or it isn't. And that's just a super simple way to know and I think sometimes we overcomplicate it. And so anyway, Anna Werner, it's A-N-A-W-E-R-N-E-R. Love her, trust her. And she's just a just a, a really prophetic voice for this generation. And so I appreciate her ministry and her platform. And she's someone that I listen to. But ultimately, knowing the word of God for myself is the most important thing. And that is one thing I encourage people all the time know the word and be in his presence, be in his word and be in his presence. Like we have to do that for ourselves and to just abide in relationship with him for ourselves. I love that when Jesus took his last breath on the cross and he said, it is finished. And then he breathes his last breath that the veil in the temple was literally torn into signifying us now having access to the Holy of Holies that we don't need someone to be a middleman to God for us anymore. We can go to God directly for ourselves. And that is such a privilege that so many people don't even realize they have that you don't have to go to your pastor to go to God or you don't have to go to someone maybe who has been a Christian longer or whatever. I think it's so great that we have pastors, that we have friends and brothers and sisters in Christ and all of those things. And yes, we need each other and we need to be there for each other. But when push comes to shove, when those people aren't there in the middle of the night or in your car while you're driving or or when you're home alone or whatever, when those people aren't readily available, like you can go to God directly for yourself. And that is one thing that I could commend my pastor for, for, for the rest of my life is that he is always taught that to us in my church. Like you have access to God. Your prayers are just as powerful as mine. You have the same Holy Spirit I do. And so he has really done a great job at equipping people in my church to know that we're all ministers of reconciliation. We can all know the word of God that, and he's encouraged that the entire time I've, I've been a born again believer to read the word of God for yourself. Don't just take my word for it. Cause I could get it wrong sometimes or whatever. Like, don't just take, like I said, like secondhand experiences with God, have your own experiences with God. And so that is just something I want to encourage you guys with right off the bat. And today I really want to talk about not receiving every word that is spoken to or about you. And this is something that I've been thinking a lot about the last few weeks and really for a long time, but it's really been on my heart the last couple of weeks, just as I've encountered different people um, that God has kind of brought back into my life that haven't been in my life for a really long time. And it's kind of brought up memories of things that have been spoken to and about me in my past and very, very negative things, what I would call death speech, like things that have been very hurtful and and just not life-giving. And so the Lord is just showing me like, yes, these things may have been spoken over you and things even now and in the future may be spoken over you, but you do not have to receive every word that is spoken over you. And I think it's so easy, especially for like me, like my love language through and through is 
is words of affirmation. And so words are very weighty to me. And I think that words are weighty no matter what, life or death, blessing or curses, either side is so weighty in general. The word says in Proverbs 18, 21, that death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruit. And so we do eat the fruit of our words and we have a choice when people are speaking things to us, whether to eat the fruit of their words or not. And so often like before I really realized that, that I could take every thought captive unto the obedience of Christ. And so when those words are spoken to me and those thoughts come into my mind and I'm hearing what people are saying, like I have a choice whether to arrest those thoughts and say, no, that's not what the word of God says. That is not what my God says about me or my situation or my life. But for so long, I I didn't know that I could even do that. So when people would say things to me, they would like bruise my heart, like they would pang my heart. And, and there were so many seeds that were planted in my heart about myself and about my future and different things that I just took as gospel. I just took as truth because it was being said to me. So maybe, you know, they must be seeing something I'm not or whatever. Not realizing that the enemy does send people on assignments, even unknowingly, to speak death over over us. And when we're not living with a sanctified mind and a renewed mind, and we're not living according to the word of God, we know the word of God says to let no unwholesome talk come out of your mouth, but only what is useful for, for building others up. And some people just don't know that. They're not living that truth. They're not living according to the word of God. And so when they say things, it is it can really damage people. And so I just pray right now that as you're listening to this, that you really take seriously the weight of your words and what you're speaking over your family, over your friends, over your situation, even over your workplace. It's so easy to complain about your workplace and to just have a negative attitude about it. And it's like, as Christians, as believers, we're called to go in and shift atmospheres. And that is like one thing that I love that my youth pastor's wife had taught me when I was in youth group was when you go into an environment, you are not a thermometer. You don't go in and adjust to the temperature, your thermostat, you set the temperature, you set the atmosphere. And so I've taken that to heart and I've applied that everywhere I've went since I've been in youth that when I go into places, it doesn't matter what it's, what the environment is. I'm not adjusting to it. I'm going to go in and I'm going to shine my light for Christ. I'm going to make a difference. And so that has just been my heart and my mindset. And so I pray if you're in a negative work environment or things aren't good in your home, that you speak a better word, that you go into those situations and you say, God, how can I pray effectively here? And I will tell you, I've had so many situations where I've gone in and I've not always done it right. <laughs> I have gone in and I have just really succumbed to the environment around me. But more times than that, I have really just gone in and been like, okay, God, what is going on here? And kind of taking like an assessment of what's going on here in the culture and the atmosphere and, and different things with where I'm at, whether that's in a friend setting or at work or wherever I'm at. And it's like, God, show me how to pray effectively, how to pray strategically here to see change happen, not to just want it or wish for it. But the word says that our, our prayers are powerful and effective. The prayers of a righteous person are powerful and effective and righteous. I think we hear that word sometimes and it's like, ooh, righteous, like someone who's like holy and all these things and really being holy is just being set apart. It's being set apart unto him. It's not per- being perfect none of us are righteous outside of Christ. But if your life is hidden in him, he calls you righteous. And so you wear robes of righteousness and in the places you go, you have authority. And so I love that the word of God says that too. Like he's, he has given us the keys to the kingdom and whatever we bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever we loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. And that word binding means to 
forbid, to not allow, and loosing means to permit. And so when we go in, we're binding the enemy, we're binding his schemes and his ways, and and sometimes that's something as simple as just a negative environment. God, I pray against a negative atmosphere in here. God, I lose encouragement over this place. I pray that the hearts of these people would be encouraged. I pray for joy to be loosed in this place, God, and and just pray according to the Holy Spirit's leading wherever you're at because he can show you things that you may not see with your naked eye. And sometimes we're just seeing like the fruit of what's happening in the spirit realm. We're seeing the the product of what's happening, but sometimes we need to ask the Lord for discernment to know what's really going on in the spirit realm because the spirit realm is much more alive than the natural realm. And what we're seeing in the natural is a result of what's happening in the spiritual. But without that spiritual discernment, we really don't know because the word says we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities, rulers of darkness. And I love also that the word of God says that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. And so a lot of times it's so easy to get in a fight in the natural and not even realize that you're waging war the wrong way. You have to wage war in the spirit and that is through your decrees and your declarations and through the word of God, declaring the word of God over a situation because the word of God is life, life, life. And so back to kind of the whole thing I was talking about, about not having to receive every word that's spoken over you. I really, as God has journeyed me through the word of God, learning it and applying it to my life and really just being rooted and grounded in the truth of who he says I am and knowing him intimately abiding in relationship in him. Now it's like when people speak things to me or about me that don't line up with the word of God, I'm very quick to reject it. And I'm not saying there's never times where it's like, oh my gosh, that is so hurtful. That is so painful because words are weighty and, and I feel that, but knowing like, I don't have to receive that even if it hurts in this moment. And that really hurts that you said that about me or to me or whatever, I'm not receiving that because that is not what God has spoken over my life. That's not what God has said about me. And so it's really cool. And I want to share just like a quick testimony with you. I have so many instances that I could share with you of things that have been said about me. And I'm just going to be led of the Lord of what to what to share because some of it's sensitive, um, super sensitive. But like a few years ago, I actually had a friend tell me, and I may have shared this at other times. I've shared it a few times. But I had a friend tell me, you know that you're, you like being funny all the time is just a sign of your own insecurity. And so for me, I really took that to heart. And who in the world wants to be insecure? So I was like, okay, if me being funny equals insecurity, then I'm not going to be funny because I don't want to be an insecure person. Sounds so ridiculous, but it really like her voice was a very weighty voice in my life. And, um, I really did take it to heart. And so that tripped me up for several years. And then just a few years ago, Anna and I were in Wisconsin. And I'm not saying I've never been funny since then. I've never cracked a joke or whatever, but it's been it's been a struggle to just be who God made me to be. And that honestly is an area of insecurity that I had since a young age. Like I remember being as young as second grade and crying myself to sleep at night and saying, God, please change my personality. I hate the fact that I'm so quick-witted. I hate the fact that I'm so funny. I don't like this. And then I was voted class clown and then that was spoken over me. And so I'm looking back over my whole life in that moment and thinking, seriously, God, I asked you to change me. You didn't change me. Why is this still such an area of insecurity for me? 
I don't like the fact that I'm super funny. I wish I was just like everybody else, not realizing God didn't make me to be like everyone else. God made me to be who he made me to be. And so now I'm at a point in my life where I love who I am and God set me free. And so part of my freedom story is that a few years ago, Anna and I had went to Wisconsin to a stirred up event that our friend Linda booked. And it was an incredible event. And honestly, it was one of the first times we had done a ministry event where we really didn't know the people there. And it was really the beginning of God really awakening and birthing this ministry and what it is now. And God's still unfolding it. And it's just such an incredible adventure. When you say yes to God, I'm telling you, you have no idea what you're in for. And it is an adventure of a lifetime. And so I encourage you to say yes to him. Even if you don't see the whole picture, he's not going to give you the whole picture. Keep trudging forward and moving forward and saying yes to everything he's called you to because it is so worth it. So we went to this event and we had a time of worship. They provided the worship team and then we both spoke and had incredible ministry time. And then afterwards, the worship team offered to take us out to lunch. So we were like, yeah, let's go. So we went to lunch with them and it was just such good conversation. And we just really enjoyed meeting new people. We're both extroverts. I'm like a capital E extrovert. And so we just loved getting to hang out with them. And earlier that day, or maybe the day before, I can't remember, we had gone to a lake in the in that area. And so we were like, let's go hang out at the lake because we just were really enjoying their company. And we really didn't want it to end. And so we went to the lake, had the best conversation. And if you know me at all, <laughs> obviously I host a podcast, but one thing that is so important to me and that fills my bucket, because I work at elementary school, so we always talk about filling and tipping our buckets. So something that really just fills my heart and makes me just thrive is good conversation. Like I would spend all my time on the phone talking to people if I could, but I, and I could, I suppose, but I try to, to be cautious of that so that I'm not constantly, um, just so I'm making time for the Lord outside of, of people. Cause I'm an extrovert with capital E, so I could be completely surrounded by people all the time. And so making that time just to be alone with the Lord is important to me. And I have to remind myself to do that. But good conversation is something that just lights my heart on fire. So we were at the lake and just having really good conversation with our new friends. And then it was still like, okay, like this is, we're just having such a good time with them. And so I am an initiator through and through a ball roller, an initiator, all those things. And so I was like, Hey, does anyone have a place where we could go like do a bonfire tonight? Cause I just had thought like that would be super fun. And I'm so incredibly shy that I suggested that. And so one of them was like, actually, yeah, we could go out to my place or whatever. So we ended up going out and having a bonfire and like literally this whole trip, this was at, actually at the beginning of our trip out West where we went to South Dakota, North Dakota, Wyoming, and then all the states in between. And it was really fun. We ended up going to Duluth and just had a really, really good time. Lots of really cool experiences and went to the Badlands and all of that. But because of what I'm like about to share with you right now, like everyone was like, what was the best part of your trip? And I was like, honestly, Wisconsin. I had such a good time in Wisconsin, which you would think it's not really the hot spot of America, but it has such made such an impact in my life. And so anyway, we went to the bonfire and we are just surrounded. Like we are literally in the, in the thick of the woods, no idea where we are exactly. And like, there's like deer, it's like, um, at dusk time. And so there's like deer tromping down the road and we just were having a good time. And, and, um, it was really funny because Anna had gone into the house to go to the bathroom and I'm sitting around the bonfire with these people 
and this like animal starts shrieking, making these like weird noises. And I looked at them and I'm like, what is that? They're like, we have no idea. We've never heard that before. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, you guys are from here. And just like freaked me out. And I'm literally sitting there looking around and I'm like, I am definitely the slowest runner in this group. So I'm like wondering if I should get a head start to the car, but not really. But we just kind of laughed it off and whatever. And so then we all end up out at the fire and we're just praying together and having good conversation and having some times of worship. And one of their friends shows up who was supposed to play earlier that day on the worship team, but he had a family thing come up or whatever. His name's Josh. So shout out Josh if you're listening. Um, But Josh shows up and he is just like a ball of fire, like just a ball of energy and just comes in like is just like just I don't even know how to describe him other than what I've already said, but just an awesome guy. And so he comes in picks up the acoustic guitar and just starts playing and we just go into this incredible time of worship and we're playing and we're he's playing and we're singing and just worshiping and he stops playing and he looks at me and he says Janice well actually I don't even know if he knew my name at that point but he pointed at me pointed me out and he said the Lord is showing me that you have an uncommon gift of joy and you are to stop hiding it And you've had things spoken over you that are not true. And God is setting you free from these things. And he's like reading my mail. If any of you have ever been prophesied over, like, you know, those moments where it's like, okay, Lord, something's about to shift in my life. You can just feel it. And he said, the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. And you carry that gift of joy. And you're to, you're to like unleash that or to, to just set, um, when you go places to unleash joy in the atmosphere and things. And so he spoke, several things over me along those lines. And so that's why the beginning of my podcast, I say that, and it's scripture that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. And so in this joy-filled podcast, and then I go on in my intro, but that is really where that birth from was that moment where God was really just meeting me in the middle of the woods in Wisconsin with complete strangers. And that just so set me free because I knew in that moment, the Lord showed me that that had been spoken over me, that joy and and just being my outgoing crazy self if you know me on a personal level i am just a ball of fun and so just the freedom that i found in that moment i'm so thankful that he was one in tune with the voice of the lord so i pray that you are also in tune with the voice of the lord just for direction for your own life but also so that you can speak into the lives of other people but then too that he was obedient and bold enough to tell me what the Lord was saying because I needed that. I needed God to completely uproot that lie in me that honestly I didn't even know was there. I had just been living in that for so long and had been trying to hide this gift of joy that God had given me. But in reality, like that is not how God made me to be. That's not how he wired me. That's not how he knit me together in my mother's womb. He knit me together to be a goofy, funny girl. And obviously there's boundaries with that. And and I have misused my gift of humor so many times, even before I was saved. Like I am so quick-witted that it's very easy to use my gift to cut other people down or to say things just for a quick laugh or whatever. And so the Lord's really called me to cultivate that gift in a holy way and to use it to in a way that glorifies and honors him. And so that's so important too, when we know what our gifts are to really steward them well and to know that like when you're using them to do it in a way that honors and glorifies him, whatever that gift is. And I pray that he reveals that to you so you know what your gifts are because your gifts 
are to minister to other people. My gift of humor isn't just, isn't for me. It's for other people to experience laughter. The word says that laughter is like a good medicine. And so when God is doing a work in and through my life and allowing my gift of humor to come out, like it is ministering to other people. And I will not be surprised if someday God uses my gift in a way uh, that is, that is like in a comedic way like Shonda Pierce or whatever. I've had so many people say like, you are like the next Shonda Pierce. And I'm so like anti-comparison. I'm like, no, I don't want to be Shonda Pierce. I just want to be Janice. I want to be who God made me to be. But honestly, if God gives me a platform similar to hers or whatever, like I just want to be yielded to the Lord and say yes to whatever it is he's called me to. Whether that's with a small group of people and he wants to use that gift as a way to minister to the hearts of other people or it's on a platform in front of people, it doesn't really matter to me as long as I'm walking boldly and confidently in the way God's created me to be and allowing him to uproot those lies. And so I pray, even after this podcast, I think I'm about done here. I just really feel like I'm supposed to encourage you to sit with the Lord and allow him to show you if there are areas like even I'm sharing now, there's so many things too. I could just like go through my mind like dominoes of things that have been spoken over me since I was a young kid and up by different people. And there are things that do not line up with the word of God that are, have been very damaging to me, but God has healed me as I've abided in relationship with him. He's allowed those lies to be uprooted. So I just really feel like I'm supposed to encourage you to sit with the Lord and ask him, say, God, search my heart. Show me if there's anything inside of me, God, that is not put there by you, God. If I have received things in my own heart and mind and life that are not in alignment with the way you created me to be, that they're not in alignment with your truth, and let him do that heart work in you. You don't need someone to come up and give you a prophetic word necessarily. You can just sit with the Lord and let him. And that's a lot of my healing journey and freedom journey, I would call it, is just sitting with the Lord and letting him speak truth over me, washing myself with the water of the word, letting my mind be renewed. Romans 12, 2 says to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And the renewing of the mind happens when we're reading the word of God. And so when we're letting that truth just wash over us, then it's very easy to recognize the lies, to know God's voice. And when those voices of accusation come at you, just to not receive them. And it's so simple. I have had people say things to and about me that I'm immediately, I'm like, nope, nope. I'm not even going to entertain that. I'm not going to receive that. I don't have to because that's not what my father says. That's not what the word of God says. And I'm not going to receive it. And it's kind of that simple, like a washing, <laughs> like you just kind of wash your hands of that and say, nope, I'm not going to receive it. And and always to replace those lies with truth to know, I don't believe that because God says this, this is the truth. And to always know that the truth of God is the final say. It's the final verdict. And so I encourage you to do that. I'm going to go ahead and pray over you guys just to sit with the Lord, ask him to examine your heart, show you if there's anything in your life that you need freedom from and healed from and to be set free from. And so he is so good. He's so faithful and he's always doing a work in us. So stay teachable, stay correctable. I think it's so important that we never feel like we can't be corrected or just molded more because we are like clay and he is a potter and so let him mold your life into what he has always designed for it to be so father god i thank you so much for this episode god i thank you that you are good and you are faithful god your mercies never fail god i thank you that your mercies are new every morning god that you delight in showing mercy that you are so good to your people and lord i pray over every single person that as i sit with you 
and just seek your face. God, that you would reveal to them anything that they have believed about themselves or about their lives that is not in alignment with your truth. God, I pray that your word would just speak over them, wash over them. God, I just keep hearing the word speak a better word, God, that you would speak a better word over their life than what has been spoken to them, Lord. And I pray that they would know your voice so intimately that that the frequencies of their spiritual ears would be so in tune with your voice, God, that they would know your voice and they would not follow any other voice. They would not follow the voice of a stranger. God, I speak blessings over my listeners. I pray that they would just walk in intimacy with you, that they would not be bound by fear or anxiety or anything that is not of you, God, but they would walk in perfect peace, Lord, knowing that you order their steps, that your word is a lamp for their feet and a light for their path. And God, I just thank you for who you are to each of us, God, that we can all walk in such a beautiful, intimate relationship with you and that you never change. God, you are constant in character and you are faithful forever. In Jesus' name, amen.